guys, it's Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we are Paramormal Podcast. We are two moms here to talk all things paranormal. We will provide full body chill episodes of our favorite cases that you will never forget. So be sure to tune in each week to hear new captivating cases based on facts, research, and of course, encounters. Welcome back, everyone, to another terrifying episode of Paramama Activity Podcast. If you guys are new here, we are Melissa. And I'm Jill. Two new mamas. I can't stop obsessing over everything paranormal. Be sure to follow us on Spotify so you don't miss out on our future episodes. Please share, rate, and comment this episode. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. This week's episode will be focused on a family who bought their dream house. But according to their creepy letters they started to get, they weren't the only ones interested in it. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Gotta add that dramatic part to it, Of course, guys. I hope you're scared now. (laughs) Before we jump into this crazy story, we will, of course, start with Jill's Reddit story. All right, guys. I've got another good story for us. Ooh. I always try to find stories about children and the paranormal, and I've been having a lot of luck. It seems like these kids are experiencing a lot lately. All right, so this is titled When My Daughter Was Three. So it starts off saying, my daughter is nine years old now. She's growing up way too fast. She has always been an old soul. She has always had a way with people and animals. Uh, When she was a baby, she used to enjoy sitting outside in the front yard on a blanket and playing. There was a little tree in our front yard with a robin's nest. When my daughter was outside, the robin would come down and hang out just a few few feet from her and keep her company. For many, um, sorry guys, for my daughter, I'm a little tired tonight, I can't read. For my daughter, it was completely normal. She would talk to it, wave, and the robin would stay for several minutes and then fly away. It was like they understood each other, and it was so amazing to watch. Her aunt lived several hours away on a ranch in the southeast corner of the state. My wife and kids went down there for a visit one weekend when my daughter was three. The ranch has been in that family for over 100 years. Definitely got to be some spirits there, which you'll see. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, there we go. Thank you for the effect. (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) So they live in the same ranch house that was originally built back then, too. The matriarch of the family died several years earlier, long before my daughter was born. This woman's name was Elizabeth, which is my daughter's name too. I didn't know that when we named my daughter. It was just a happy coincidence. Right here you go. So remember the name Elizabeth. So now it says, during this visit, my daughter was downstairs playing. Everyone was upstairs playing cribbage, which I looked up. It's a card game because I wasn't sure what cribbage was. <laughs> oh, God, Jill. How right? did you not know that? Come on. I, come on now. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm slacking. So now it says, my wife heard my daughter talking and laughing, so she went down to check on her. Of course, the kids, come on. Why are you talking and laughing if no one else is with you? <laughs> so she asked who my daughter was talking to, and she said, the other Elizabeth. Oh, dun, boy. Dun, dun. So my wife brought her back upstairs with her and my daughter, and they talked about this other Elizabeth to everyone else. She told everyone that this Elizabeth was an old woman wearing a dress. The aunt, which he quoted as my sister-in-law, retrieved a photo album and asked my daughter to look for anyone. So she just, I guess, told her to look through it. That's what I'm getting to see if she sees the person. So she... Um, She just said that she wanted to share some old pictures with her. 
So my daughter, Elizabeth, took to looking at the photo album, and when she came across the other Elizabeth's photo, my daughter pointed her out and said, that's her. She lives here, too. Mm. And then after that, though, it said my daughter never saw her again. At least she never said so anyway. So the daughter definitely sounds like she has some sort of a friend. Sort of friend and some sort of senses. I literally that got see. goosebumps. Yeah. Like, did you hear right? me? Like, did you see I me did, like yeah. jump? I wish I had that on camera. Yeah. I just got like. I know. I felt I had to look over. I was like, is she good? <laughs> like, did she, she not an off in this? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm no, not yet. I'm joking. Been a uh, freaking week. That's why. But yeah, and both like, of our daughters, like they, they seriously, they call each other in the middle of the night. But like they're both teething. Like they're oh actually God. getting. My daughter's getting her two bottom teeth, her first yeah. teeth, and it's, it's, I feel so bad. And she gets up at six or six thirty every morning, and this mama cannot hang. I do Ugh. not go to bed early. I cannot go to bed early. So don't even suggest it, people. No, it's <laughs> that's not going to be. Nope. It's not going to work out. Not before like 11, 11.30. I am up and I am creeping. Who are you creeping on? <laughs> it depends on the day. <laughs> so we're a little bit delirious. We're not even drinking alcohol today. Usually we have a glass of wine. Yeah, we're having coffee. <laughs> having coffee, man. It's 8.58 at night. We can't even. Ugh, it's it's terrible. Nope. It is terrible. But of course you got to record a scary story during night. I mean, it doesn't it's have the true. same effect. So. Mm-hmm. This story I've heard over and over and over again. It's popular on YouTube. You know, it's not necessarily labeled as paranormal. I have a paranormal feeling to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's creepy as hell. And, uh, you know, who knows what exactly this entity, if it's a person, stalking, we're not. But it, I, I don't know. But nope. it, I, I'm not convinced that it's 100% a human. So, and uh, you know, and it's going to make you think about moving into a home maybe <laughs> oh god bless <laughs> which i'll be moving into in a yeah. couple of months so hopefully i won't have this watcher yeah let's hope you don't receive any of these type of letters no no and it, <laughs> of course is you know this is a hundred percent a true story it's document it's documented everything so just had to give that warning before we dive in and you might think that mm-hmm. okay we're bullshitting this we're not bullshitting this people it is scary it is called the watcher and it's a state over takes place in a state over than us um it's in new jersey and we are in New York. Yep, so so it's lovely. Close, it's close. close to home. Very close to New York City as well. So mm-hmm. we're not too far from New York City. So hello, neighbors. Exactly. <laughs> so the story goes, in June 2014, Derek and Maria Broadus. That's how you say their name, I believe. Again, we might be butchering this. I apologize. I believe that's correct. Yeah. I think that's the least of their issues. Um, <laughs> along with their three children, have closed on a house. It is located at 657 Boulevard in West, Westfield, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And it's a six-bedroom house. You guys could go look this bad boy it's up. Ni- yeah, it's beautiful that's a nice home. size, beautiful home right there. And I, I thought, like, at first when I read it, like, 657 Boulevard, I'm like, you know, I thought maybe um, it was just, like, you know, cut off, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, Westfield Boulevard or something, you know? But, no, it actually is 650, 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey. That bad boy's on Zillow. You can easily, easily find yeah. it. Um they were, of course, excited to move into this home. It fulfilled their dream. Maria was raised in Westfield, New Jersey, and this new house was a few blocks away from her childhood home. So, from my understanding, it's a very, you know, upscale neighborhood. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a blessing to, to to live there. That's just what I'm getting at. Yeah, and she was probably so excited, too, to still live Right yeah, around, especially you know. when you have three kids, you're near, yeah. you're near your parents. Oh, yeah, built-in babysitters. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Derek grew up in Maine, which is not as exciting as Westfield, New Jersey. 
He ended up moving up the ladder at an insurance company in Manhattan, which allowed him to afford this beautiful, whopping $1.3 million home. And they purchased this home right after Derek turned 40, so a lot of big things happening. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously you're doing well off in life. You're buying, like, your dream home. I mean, life is good, right, guys? Yeah, 40's still young, so $1.3 million, you're killing it, man. We're not too far off. No, I know. Jeez, let's (laughs) not talk about that, please. (laughs) 10 years, almost. God bless, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, well, anyway, so three days after closing, Derek is checking the mail. After finishing an evening of painting his new home, they haven't, um, they haven't moved in yet. No offense, I'm don't, don't you know, don't be offended by this. But if you're afford, if you're able to afford a one point three million dollar home, you can't afford painters. I don't know. <laughs> I know that's, that's gonna come up a little that bit. That doesn't later add on. up. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, so, I mean, maybe he enjoys it. Maybe it's therapeutic. He's out of the house. Not Getting away the from chaos. the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, there you go. Well, he basically, when he opened up that mailbox, he found bills, mm-hmm. which is a little bit early to be receiving, in my opinion, for this moving in. But anyway. Yeah, that is actually. I didn't even think of that. Unless it's the old people's bills. Yeah, I mean, I'd the send it right to them. Bills. Yeah, right. <laughs> and a white card shaped envelope that was addressed to the new owner in thick, clunky writing. Okay, like imagine getting that. I'd be like, mm. nope, I wouldn't be cool with that. Nope. And the nut, the typed up note kindly stated, as Jill will be reading, it's not the full note. You can't really mm-hmm. find um the complete note. So we just kind of. Yeah, it's still eerie yeah, enough. Yeah, we kind of put it, everything that we can find together. Like it's like nowhere has it like clearly stated. Mm-hmm. It just, you got to kind of put the pieces together. So anyway, Jill, why don't you read this? All right, here we go. Before I start, guys, picture finding this in your mailbox, because I know I would not, this wouldn't settle Jill would be behind the Oh, I would be out. I would have left. (laughs) All right, so here it goes. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday which is very old, sorry if anyone's 110 listening, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. The envelope had no return address. Who am I, the person wrote. There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you could see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look out any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard at all the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. The letter concluded with the suggestion that this message would not be the last. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. Followed by a signature typed in a cursive font, The Watcher. Yeah, I. <laughs> yep, nope. My bags would have been packed if they, they're probably ready packed because they didn't even settle in. So I would have been like, nope. Putting yeah, in. I mean, I'm just imagining oh. like you're excited, like everything is going great for you when you get this message. You know, 
there was a lot of words in it that like just make me think of like paranormal. You know, it could no, be. No, I agree. You know, at, at first, obviously, that's not what anyone would think, but you know, after knowing the story and researching, like that's what made me kind of think that this. I don't know that this, that that this could be something paranormal. Who has as much time? I agree with you. You know, and also this place, this takes place in 2014. So, you know, it's not like it's 1982, you know. I know, it's not that stalking long Stalking and harassing. Yeah. You, can get, you could be faced with some serious charges, you know. Oh, definitely. That's no joke. Yeah, no seriously. Joke. So, I mean, it was 10 p.m. when he finished, when Derek finished reading this letter. And he called the police right away. So he was just like, hell fucking no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I would have thought to call the police. I like that he did call the police. I really do. But no, that's I kind of like, you. you know, you're kind of fighting back to this bad boy. I don't know. Yeah, it's like he knew he was kind of in trouble there, and he the only help he probably could get would be from the police then. Exactly. At the moment. So the, an officer, of course, he arrives from the Westfield Police Department. When he arrived and read the letter, he was dumbfounded and said, what the fuck? <laughs> that's what, honestly, that's what I <laughs> Yeah, right? The officer, of course, asked Derek if he had any enemies and suggested Derek to move a piece of construction equipment from the backyard in case the stalker wanted to throw it through the window. I mean, that's just Jeez. beyond terrifying. But, of course, the police, they have seen stuff like this yeah. happen. I mean, maybe not to this extent, but, you know, they he looked around the property and probably knew maybe this person would be angry. Yeah, I don't know. you don't know what they're capable of. No, you really don't. And that, I mean, I don't get an, a welcome to the neighborhood type of vibe from that letter. I agree. It's not really a nice, like, let me bring you some cookies and welcome you here. No, definitely <laughs> not. Maria and the kids were staying elsewhere in Westfield. I believe that they were staying maybe with her parents. Um, I, I think they, so. Yeah, somewhere in Westfield, I guess, until they actually moved into their actual home in Westfield that they just purchased. Derek rushes back to them once the officer leaves. That night, Derek and Maria emailed the couple, John and Andrea Woods, that sold them the house mm-hmm. and asked them if they had any idea who the watcher might be. Like, like they were freaking be like, oh, yeah, we know who they are. Like, they've been stalking <laughs> us for 25 years. Hello? <laughs> No, but Andrea Woods did reply the next morning, stating a few days before moving out, the, um, they uh, sorry, let's go back because I cannot read. <laughs> it's one of those nights, days, whatever it is. Yes, but she did rep- end up replying yes. back the next morning, and she basically a few days before moving out, they had received a letter from the watcher. Mm-hmm. The note had been odd, she said, and made similar mention of the watcher's family observing the house over time. But Andrea said that her and her husband never received anything like it in the 23 years in the house and had thrown the letter away without much thought. Now, wait, they, do you believe that? Do you think they never received a no, letter? No, I don't. I don't, I, I don't. And I just kind of, they're kind of like, fuck it, we're moving. So That's who cares? That's what I'm thinking. They're you know, even if, yep. you, even if you got that, you wouldn't call the police? Like, you wouldn't be like someone stalking your home? I mean, yeah. you were your home. Like, I, I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I think they must have been getting them, and they just don't want to tell them, oh, yeah, of course. We've yeah, been like, them. oh, you met our buddy stalking us. Yeah, no. we only bought this house for, you know, like $1.4 It's fine. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> but they were helpful, though. The next, th- That day, um, the same day that they replied to, replied to them, the Woods went with Maria to the police station where... They met up with a detective, Leonard Lugo. Um, and basically, he tells them not to tell anyone about the letters, including the new neighbors, um, most of whom she never met, and all of whom, they're all now suspects, which makes sense. Of course. You know, like, you can't mention to your neighbor, because, you know, you, ne- you never know. It's true. I, I made a mistake when I was being stalked. <laughs> Sounds crazy. But, you know, a couple years ago, I ended up kind of telling the person... That was stalking me and harassing me. The how scary it was, and that that just gives them more power. I'm not trying to oh, derail. Does. 
from the situation here, but I, I like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So and the, and Derek and Maria, they take that very seriously. They do not mention this to anybody else. This case drives them crazy, though. What's happening to them? Um, so again, the woods obviously are not are not going to tell anybody because mm-hmm. they just moved. Like, see ya, we're out exactly. of this situation. Like you know, the, it's hands. kind of like a good. It's like a good Samaritan thing. Like, you know, they 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 did this. They get you know a pat on the back. They helped them out. Now they could probably live in peace. You know. Mm. But, um, of course, two weeks after the, the letter arrives, Maria stops by the house to look at some paint samples and to check the mail. These people are so obsessed with the mail. I know. She recognized <laughs> um, the thick black lettering on a card-shaped envelope and called the police. So she calls them right away. Welcome again to your new home at 657 Boulevard, the watcher wrote. The workers have been busy and I have been watching you unload carfuls of your personal belongings. This dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. That's creepy. Yeah. And also, I mean, in all the research that we've done, basically, it was not really evident that they were having construction done. Mm-hmm. Like, the way they made it seem like all the construction was being done inside. They weren't having, like, many workers. Like, they basically weren't having trucks outside mm-hmm. to, you know, basic, basically show that they were having construction workers um, I guess the thing in the backyard couldn't really be seen from neighbors. No, exactly. Like that's just that's just the way that they made it seem within the research. So the big idea, the, the idea that they even knew that, that this was happening, you know, is kind of creepy. Oh, and yeah. you know, have they found what is in the walls yet? To me, that's like paranormal. That like, is that makes me what think is in the walls? Unless living in there, exactly. Is a dead body? Like I don't, yeah. I don't know. That's re- it's very, very bizarre. Um, and then we, of course, have more from the second letter, and we're going to have Jill's beautiful, soothing voice. Yes, read this, here we go, guys. Read this to everybody. All right, so again, join us on this adventure. Here we go, guys. <laughs> her, her, her voice could put me to bed, guys. It's so, <laughs> might put me to bed, too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, if you don't All hear right, anything, here we go. <laughs> we're, we're gone. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. No. All right, so 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all of the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement? That, yeah, no. I'm sorry. Every no time they said the young blood, I, mean, I, I can't. And first I can't. of all, no one's going in that damn basement. I'm oh, fucking no. Now, or are they too afraid to go down there alone? Ding, ding, that's me. <laughs> I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Ugh. What the actual fuck? I know. Like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, will they sleep in the attic? Why would you sleep in there? I don't know. Or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. Plan what? Exactly. My kids ain't going nowhere. Oh, God. No. All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the watcher and have been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. Jeez. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. Exactly, Andrew. You ain't too innocent. Exactly, girl. We know what you've been hiding. So now, I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are too, Braddis family. Welcome to the product of your greed, 
Greed is what is what brought you. I'm sorry. Greed is what brought the past three families to 657 Boulevard. And now it has brought you to me. Have a happy moving in day. You know I will be watching. Okay, Hell sorry. fucking no. If I, I was Zama and I even moved into this home, blackout curtains, you ain't fucking seeing shit. But then I would start thinking like of the paranormal. Like, is it in the walls already? Is it living? Yeah, in? I don't like, know. And the fact. where it goes. I, I mean, I know there are sick people out there mentally, you know, ill and everything. Exactly. But I can't see someone just obsessing over this. I, I mean, I don't. No, I, I know. I don't know. And like the fact that, you know, I, I do believe that the Woods family did have these letters, you know, mm-hmm. and I just felt like maybe they were threatened not to go to the police. You know, I don't know. I no, that's a good point. I does didn't this think entity, that. person, whatever the heck it is, do they know the police are involved? That could be. They might have been threatened, and then they just, that's why they, they sold it. Yeah. yeah. So basically, I mean, th- th- these Derek and Maria are very smart people. Mm-hmm. I like Derek and Maria. Come over. We'll have some wine. You two are my people. They stopped bringing their kids to the house. Mm-hmm. Very smart. They were no longer sure when or if they would move in. Mm-hmm. Several smart weeks. Yeah, and of course, several weeks later, a third letter arrived. Where have you gone to? The watcher wrote, 657 Boulevard is missing you. Like, no. Um, (laughs) You know what? I I would think that if this person really knew so much about this family and everything, like the the, the entity, like, wouldn't you send a letter to where they're staying at? Like, saying, like, 657 Boulevard is missing you? I agree with you. Instead of sending it to that house. Exactly. What if they, like, decide never to come back? No, you're right. So you might think, why aren't they able to track the letters? Well, they were. Um, they were, like I, like we said, they were, you know, they had the police involved mm-hmm. as soon as they got the first letter. Um, and the letters originated in Kearney, um, Kearney, or Kearney, the U.S. Postal Service's distribution center in northern New Jersey. And the first letter was postmarked June 4th. And this is very interesting, mm-hmm. and we need to talk about this because it was before the sale was made public. The Woods had never even put up a for sale sign. So basically, if you're not too familiar, I just sold my house, so I know how it goes. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, obviously list your house on Zillow for sale where you can just, you know, pretty much list it, you know, privately. You know, if there's like a waiting list to get into the area. Like it sounds like a very prominent area, you know, that probably would have a waiting list to get in. Not like a legit, you can't no, sound like exactly. a, to be let into the, the community. But, you know, you have connections, that type of thing. Um so I that that to me is just very bizarre. That's that to me is what I I think is paranormal. Yeah, you that's know? creepy. Because like, because, how would you? Yep. Yeah, I I really how don't know. How would someone know that if oh, it's but, not even public knowledge? Exactly, like, and that's all that they were able to get from it. They, mm-hmm. I think they were able to tell that it was from a woman, which I don't have a woman vibe from it. But maybe I don't either. Just, I have like a creepy old man or paranormal something. Yeah, like exactly. But th- they have no other trace. Yeah. Exactly, I mean, so you tell yep. me that there's no no DNA besides that on there? I don't. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. So basically, Maria and Derek they go crazy. They are going crazy within their mm-hmm. own mind. They spent like basically all their money on this house, um, and you know there are a couple of suspects. And you know, I I feel guilty talking about this because I really don't think that it's these people. Just kind of like when you're mm-hmm. when you're cr- creepy, people are gonna think you did something. Like the Boo Radley of exactly. You know, oh my god. That's like my favorite book. What the hell is it called? Kill a Mockingbird. There you go, oh, Melissa. Yes. You can get together. Okay. Boo Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> so they had neighbors, the Langfords, and Peggy Lamford was in her 90s now. She had several adult children of hers, and their 60s still living at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
thought that's going to be Charlotte and Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> Mooching off of us. <laughs> Probably, right? Um, and one of the youngest living there was Michael Lanford, Langford, who was the Boo Rally. Mm-hmm. I guess he just he didn't have a job. He was just doing nothing with his life, I guess. That's what they kind of made it seem like. But it doesn't make someone guilty. Um, and he ended up being questioned severely by the police and everything. He was basically cleared. I mean, there's just no proof that it was him. It could be him, but there's just no proof of that. Um, and basically, the reason why, like, the, Murray and Derek, this get so crazy about this, and really, that, besides mm-hmm. the Boo Rowley appearance, is basically the Langfords have lived uh, there since the 60s, and the family patriarch died 12 years earlier, which kind of matches up with how the, what the letters are stating. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, that definitely yeah. is a little unsettling. Yeah, and... Um, Basically, the the broadest is they, they, they never fully moved in. Mm-hmm. They ended up moving in with Maria's parents. So I'm not sure if they were just staying at Maria's parents to begin with, you know, before they moved yeah. in and they decided to stay there or if they were staying in, like, another rental or something and, and then they're like, fuck it, we're going to, you know, That's Maria's so sad. parents. Oh, you're so excited for this new home. Yeah. Um, and basically, in 2016, so two, year, two years later after having this home, you're paying this mortgage. You're paying the bills. You're, you're just not living there. Imagine the taxes. I mean, I know. Oh, Jersey has high taxes. Jersey too. is very high taxes. So just just like it. Long Island does, which we're from, which we live in, and which we're yep. victims of. But oh. um, it has. Oh my God, they. I can't even imagine on that kind of a home what the taxes. You're oh yeah, definitely. So it's crazy. Sorry, I was about to cough. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, in 2016, the board says they they made a brief effort to have the house torn down and redevelop the lot. Which would be putting a lot of more money into doing mm-hmm. that, and unfortunately, their plans weren't approved. Um, but basically, they, of course, the watcher knew about it, and um, a final letter from the watcher arrived, threatening to exact revenge on them if they harmed the house. I, how, I mean, like, is that public knowledge? I mean, now it's public knowledge because they're done with the house, but which we'll get into. But yeah. like, was that public knowledge then? Like, I don't. I know. And you know, spirits they get really upset when you. Yeah, when you kind of go against yeah, their wishes and whatever. Exactly, you know. if you're going to harm like, where yep. they're residing, they, they get very yeah. upset. It's true. And this is what really gets creepy. I don't want to, you know, scar Jill with reading, <laughs> with reading this. But <laughs> the letter continues basically saying, maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, make some, maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Okay, don't that, fuck with my dog. Exactly. Ugh. Loved ones suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycles crash. Bones break. Jeez. It went on to say, you wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. Yeah, that, mm. like... <laughs> okay. First of all, you don't have to be so rude. Exactly. Don't call me a fucking idiot. Like, what did I ever do to you? It's very, very angry. Like, oh, I just yeah. got a really sinister yeah. vibe from this. I don't know. It's just... And, you know, it's like... If you're gonna like, you know, if you're gonna go, I, 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 you know, if you're gonna go ahead and make a threatening letter, you know, the police are gonna try to find your fucking ass. And oh, do without they a doubt. Do. And also, I mean, the, I mean, a mild illness that never goes away. If you're, how can a human do that? Mm-hmm. You know. I no, I agree with you. That's not something like the mysterious death of a pet. Like somebody could do. Something I mean, first to- of all, okay, listen, it's all fun and games until someone threatens the family dog. Oh Mookie yeah. And Pebbles. 
No. Let me tell you, that's why movies, anytime I watch a movie, when something Always happens the dog that to dies. the dog, I shut it off. I can't. I can't it's watch like, it. Oh, and no, it's, it's really hard to. It's horrible. Really hard to watch. Like Sadie and the Conjuring will always get oh, me. Oh, yeah. Ugh. But um, I don't know. That's just very, very angry. Ugh. So basically, they um, they sell. after they, they, they put the house on the market. And then finally, it was sold in 2019. And they took a $440,000 loss. You know, um. It's a tight-knit community, Westfield, and, you know, it's been known around the community that this house is, you know, being watched. Exactly. So it took a lot of people to buy it. I mean, and right now there's been, I mean, it's only been, I mean, actually, no, the star of Ida Wilds, I say it's only been two years, but. Um, That's a lot of money to take a loss, too. That's like another house That right is, there. you know, but there's a lot of speculation. A lot of speculation. They think that Murray and Derek, they got in over their head. Mm-hmm. People speculate that they got in over their head and they're just trying to get out of the situation, like. That could be too. Because they had it. Supposedly they they had a ver- like about a house that was like around the four hundred forty thousand dollar mark, which is still in a reasonably you know yeah. that's a, you know that's a pricey house still you yeah. know, and especially like with three kids and they supposedly people are saying that maybe they couldn't you know keep up with this big house, but I, I don't know. You move in two thousand and fourteen, you never moved in, so yeah, now just is... it's five years of you're paying the mortgage and stuff. I don't. I mean, I don't think you would. I mean, that's. And also, by if you're faking it, you're not getting out of the house. No, the banks exactly. don't give a fuck. The banks are like, "Well, you still have to pay me. I don't care who the hell's stalking you." Yeah, no, you know, and, and you're also, right. and it's not going to make the house want to sell. I mean, you could probably put if you bought it for one point three, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a high commodity house. You'll be able to be able to sell yeah. it. No, you're right. Why make this up? And then you exactly. depreciate the value of the house. And I mean, yeah, if like that's what they're the, trying to go with. Yeah, it, I, know? I don't know. I, I don't think it's fake. I don't think. I don't think that they would fake this. No, it's very, very scary. And it's imagining having a family, and it's like you know, it's yeah. threatening your kids, calling them young blood. Like, I don't oh, know. No that's yeah. that to me is not a human. I, nope. What? Like, do you have blood roaming the hall? Young blood roaming the hallways. That to me Ugh. is not human. All of the, just everything, like in the walls, like all, like. In the basement, that part. Come on now, any type of scary and also, like cars. And also, and this is pop. This thought has popped yeah. up in my head. And call me a freaking genius, Melissa. But like, let's hear it. In 2014, you know when this started, you know, and then up in 2016. I mean, people could have. This is a time where people had cameras and stuff. You're not just yeah. an alarm system. You're not just going to enter a home and make someone sick. Where no, you're right. You know, it's just it's just very 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 just. It's just I don't know. It just wouldn't be a fun place to live. I don't. You know. <laughs> no way. I agree. Not my kind of place to stay. No, definitely. And the fact that, I mean, who knows if this is, I mean, I guess it might be public knowledge that they went to go do plans within the town, and I Mm -hmm. guess you could easily look that up. I don't know if you can. Yeah, I don't know either how easy that is to get Like, once you have the approval, you probably can, but if you're in the process of it, I don't know if you can disclose that to random people. I don't know. It's really bizarre. I mean, I I have, like, the chills and, like, an un- yeah, like an unfriendly feeling right? with us. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I really think I think it. I don't think it was the neighbor. You know. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, it'd be different if this was just a one-time note and they never got it again. But this has been going on for years, even with you know what I mean. The Woods yeah, but the family, yeah, the Woods so. family was definitely being. Well, I mean, for a hundred percent that I you know. So I would, what person would if it's a person? I don't know. I just can't picture someone just writing these letters all the time to, right? Like, what would the point of that be? No, and then, you know what? I, I have no idea either. I mean, I really don't. And what are they even gaining from it if it is a person doing it? Like, it's not like they're gaining all this money or, do, you know what I mean? Like, they're not getting anything out of it. So that's why no. I feel like it's, it's like, like, what is, like, what's in the walls? 
Yeah. But can no. a spirit, though, go to, like, a post office? And then, I don't know. I don't know either. It's like... Oh. I, I don't know, but... I don't know. It, it's very, very creepy and unsettling. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there's been no report of this since then, so I don't know. Yeah, like the new family that moved in, right? It's like, I don't know. Maybe maybe whoever's watching, you know, realizes that, you know, this is gonna, they want to obviously watch and make sure the house is okay and everything. Yeah. So I don't know, but I guess the, the, I mean this person was very interested in the children and yeah. as a mother, as Maria, I, I would just be scared shitless. I wouldn't be able to. Oh sleep yeah, I didn't like that when it's like who's going to be in what bedroom? I'm watching. Absolutely not. I would never Hell put no. my kids in that house. Hell no. They they did the right thing. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. was a lot was a lot of money lost, but you know at the end of the day, you got to keep your family safe and you're going to do true. whatever it takes to keep them safe. I agree with you. That's family over everything. So are you are you guys familiar with this case? Have you heard it? I haven't heard it to the extent of, like, what we went into. You know, it's been kind of sugar-coated mm-hmm. a little bit. I think we went into a little bit more creepily. I mean, do you guys think that this is a person that just has no life? Or do you think that, you know, that this could be something paranormal? I mean, really, if you listen to, like, the words of these these notes, I don't know. It's just very unsettling. Yeah, let us know what you guys think. I'm curious. Yes, let us know. Comment on our Instagram post. Um, tweet us. DM us. We want to hear your thoughts. We love hearing them. It makes our day. Um, and again, you guys can look up this beautiful home, 657 mm. Boulevard, Westfield, New Jersey. And um, you can let us know what you guys think. If it, is it a creepy home? Do you get a vibe? I don't know, man. It's just, it's just bizarre that this even happened. I agree. This whole story just gives me an, a chilling feeling, so... There's a lot to it, I think, that we don't know, but, you know. Nope, and maybe maybe this new family will come to life, and maybe they've been it's severely true. threatened. You know, some people, like, you know, are mm-hmm. like, you know, even who moved into it, maybe, you know, it's just, there's no kids, so they don't feel as threatened. That could I be, don't know. too, yeah. I don't know, but please let us know what you guys think. We are dying to know. Anyway, hope you guys have a great, safe week. Thank you again for listening to us talk about the paranormal we love doing it but maybe next week we'll be back with a glass of wine hopefully <laughs> let's hope let's hope pray the, for us everybody let's hope the girls sleep a little better and then we could party hard <laughs> yeah right. all right guys stay safe and thank you so much for listening to us yep good night guys